How comforting to know that God's presence is with us in every circumstance in our life. From being thrown into a pit, sold and treated as a slave, to being elevated to second in command in the kingdom of Egypt, everything good in Joseph's life was connected to God's presence. Today, on Enjoying the Journey, Scott Pauley leads us through a study on the life of Joseph where we will learn how to live in the presence of God. Be sure to stay tuned after today's study to learn more about Scott's book on the life of Joseph entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. When you talk about studying the characters of the Bible, I think it's very important to remember that there really is one main character in all of Scripture, and that's the Lord. That really when you study the Bible, you're not studying the lives of individuals, you're rather studying the work of God in those people's lives. So as we approach Joseph, please please don't misunderstand, Joseph is really not the main character. He's just another one of the supporting characters in the divine drama. The main character we are coming to study and to learn and to love is the Lord. That is so very important. So these studies are for all of us, and they're from the life of Joseph, but they are about our great God. Now, I said to you that the one thing that characterized Joseph's life was God's presence, and that is borne out all through Scripture. You see, when God repeats himself, it is always for emphasis. I've often told people, when the Lord repeats himself in the Bible, it is never because he forgot he said it the first time. Rather, it is because there's something there he doesn't want us to forget that he said, and oh, we are so prone to forget. And there is a phrase that is found repeatedly in Scripture connected to the life of Joseph that I really believe is the Holy Spirit's description of his life. It is the Holy Spirit's explanation of God's blessing on his life, and it is the Holy Spirit's application to all of us. Now, we will return in our, in our study soon to Genesis 37, where the story begins. But if you'll permit me today, I'd like to begin in Genesis chapter number 39, because this is where the phrase is first introduced. In Genesis 39 and verse number 1, we read this, And Joseph was brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down thither. Uh, so this is the perhaps the most famous thing in his story. Everybody knows about him being sold into slavery and showing up in Egypt. And when Genesis 39 begins, it seems very dark, frankly. I mean, he's no longer in the promised land. He's now in Egypt. Uh, he has now been sold by the, by the Ishmaelites. He is now a slave to a man named Potiphar, who is an officer of Pharaoh. So this is not a, a good situation by all uh, human accounting. And then you come to verse 2, and the Lord was with Joseph. Do you hear the and? Uh, even the conjunction is a revelation. It connects the two. It's not one or the other. It's both. Uh, see, Joseph was living in two worlds at the same time. He was living in the world of Egypt, but he was also living in the presence of God. Did you know you can be living in the midst of a, a sinking world, a, a sinful culture, a wicked people, a spiritual warfare, and at the same time be living in the presence of God? Don't miss that. Oh, Dr. Bob Jones used to say that the door of opportunity always swings on the hinges of opposition. So it's not one or the other. It's both. They go together. It's like Paul saying, 
uh, that a great door and effectual is open unto me, and there are many adversaries. Not but, and. They're connected. They go together. Uh, listen to the phrase, the Lord was with Joseph. That's the expression. The expression that reminds us the greatest thing about Joseph's life was not the coat his daddy gave him. It was not his ability to interpret dreams. It was not anything. It was not the position he would end up holding in Egypt. It was this. God was with him. The Lord was with him. In fact, the verse goes on to say, and he was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. You see, by the world's perspective, they want to jump to the second part of the verse. He was a prosperous man. Now, notice the divine order. The Lord was with him. Now, the great riches are not, are not financial riches. The great prosperity is not material prosperity. It is rather spiritual riches and spiritual prosperity. And when the Lord is with you, the Lord will give you whatever you need at that juncture. But it all begins in the presence of God. In verse 3, it goes on and repeats it. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. And so this is beautiful. Verse 2 just simply states that the Lord was with him. Verse 3 points out to us that others saw it. I want to suggest to you today that when the presence of God is real in a person's life, they don't have to say it. Others see it. Now, you don't have to, to try to hype something that's real. No, when the presence of God is on a man, when the presence of God is in a woman's life, those who are closely connected to them, those that are, are dealing with them, will know there's something different about them. Like Moses coming down off the mountain with the glow of God, the glory of God shining on his face. Like the apostles in the book of Acts, that others took knowledge of them, that they had been with Jesus. You, you can't hype that and you can't hide that. So you can't produce it. And once the Lord's presence is manifested in your life, there's no hiding it because you can't hide the goodness and the glory and the greatness of our God. His master saw that the Lord was with him. And then a third time we find it, same chapter, Genesis chapter 39, verse 21, but the Lord was with Joseph. Now this is very important. Why would this verse begin with the word but as if uh, there's a an interjection here. Let me show you the other side of the coin because in the previous verse, Joseph has been thrown into prison. He's no longer in the palace. He is now in the prison. Remember, false accusation are made, and he's thrown in jail. He was in the prison. He's bound there, but the Lord was with Joseph. So the first statement just simply tells us about God's presence. The second, that others saw it. And the third, that the presence of God even worked in the midst of difficulty. See, God's presence doesn't just work on the mountain. It works in the valley. Verse 21 goes on, But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. Those two words just jump off the page of me, mercy and favor. Do you need mercy today? Do you desire favor today? I want you to know that mercy and favor are never the goal. Mercy and favor are rather the, the byproducts of God's presence. Uh, they are the fruit and not the root. The root is the presence of God. The Lord was with this man. And then a fourth time, in the last verse of Genesis 39, Genesis 39, 23, the keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand because the Lord was with him. And that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. So 
We end as we began. Isn't that interesting? Uh, That regardless of where he was, who he was with, or what he was dealing with, in every stage of this, the Lord was with him. And I would say to you, though the phrase is not given on every page and in every chapter, the principle is. In fact, let me end today in the New Testament. That's right, the New Testament in Acts chapter number 7, where Stephen is preaching one of his great sermons. And in the midst of the sermon, Listen to what the Bible says about this man, Joseph. Verse number 9, And the patriarchs moved with envy, sold Joseph into Egypt, but God was with him. Does that sound vaguely familiar? Acts 7, verse number 9, But God was with him. Stephen is simply explaining what God revealed in the book of Genesis, chapter number 39. I believe this is the, the last Uh, message about Joseph because it is the lasting message God wants us to take away. He had God's presence. And the greatest thing any of us can learn is we must learn to live every day in the presence of God. Too many times we compartmentalize our faith to a single day of the week, often Sunday. But the Lord desires for us to live in His presence daily. And oh, what joy we find in the Lord's presence. You can learn more about living in God's presence by visiting enjoyingthejourney.org forward slash Joseph. There, you will find information about Scott's book entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. You can download the free digital book, access the audio book, or purchase the hard copy version. We really believe that the Lord will use this book to help you learn how to live in God's presence. We look forward to having you with us next time on Enjoying the Journey.